0: Avast, ye waterbenders! Katara steals herself a scroll and wants to pair it with the training she's giving Aang. That little scallywag better watch her booty, though, as some scurvy dogs want to make her walk the plank. Aang will have to use some airbending to blow the men down, or at least away. Arr, I declare this episode a great addition to the canon. That's C-A-N-N-O-N. You get it. everybody at last it is time to talk about episode nine of avatar the last airbender thank you brendan nodding affirming that i'm still counting correctly yep yep we haven't skipped any this no yet not yet but um you know there's plenty of time we've got like 50 something episodes left and uh we're due for an oopsie mm-hmm Uh, oopsies coming up very soon, I'm sure. Nick Montagani here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, how are you doing? I am well, thank you. And how are you, Nick? I am well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome too. We just had a long (laughs) off-mic conversation about, um, MCU things, Marvel Cinematic Universe things. Mm Mm-hmm i um, not sure that either one of us are super invested in that franchise at this point in our lives. Nope, not anymore. I think that's something we might have covered on this show before in the past, too. We probably have, yeah. After uh, how long has it been now? Like 20 years of this shit? I mean, close to it, at yeah, least. I'm over it. I'm also over it um there's too many of them Endgame was like a good jumping off point for me where i'm like you know what i've seen these stories through to yep. a logical end point and i don't think i need any more that's exactly how i felt about it i was like this is it that's the end good ending liked it. They, Congratulations. They it they even put the word end in the name of the movie yep congrats you did it good job everyone let's pack it up Maybe we shouldn't spend too much time here shitting all over, like, the biggest entertainment <laughs> franchise that exists. Whatever. Fucking come and get me. Uh, We're available to fight if anyone <laughs> would like to do that. Yeah, Brendan. Movies. We just had the Oscars uh, re- recently mm-hmm. to this recording. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Is that tonight? <laughs> no. Uh, let's go ahead and peel that curtain back it was last night oh was it oh okay yes the oscars which i don't usually watch the entire thing but uh i'll tune in every now and then see mm-hmm. what see what they're up to and usually it's like best hair and makeup and i'm like well okay you know this is fine sure. i'm gonna change the channel yeah. <laughs> did you see any of those oscar nominated movies i this don't, year? i don't even know i i'm so out of the loop with the oscars i don't even know what was nominated did Parasite win? Well, that would have been the year before. Oh, okay. But it did win. Nice. That was a good film. I didn't see it. I understand it's good, mm-hmm. uh, even just from what you literally just said. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> uh, the big winner this year was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, I have heard good things about that, but I've also had that spoiled. Oh, that's too bad. hmm Well... I'm not going to be the one to spoil it further for people right now, <laughs> uh, but I started watching that about a half hour before the Oscars started last night. I had not seen it yet to that point, point. Mm-hmm. and all the buzz was about that movie, and I said, yeah, you know what? I'll throw this on. It seems like something that I would probably enjoy based on what I've heard. Uh, watched about a half hour of it and then watched the rest of it today and uh well deserved all of the oscars that it won last night it got like best picture best director wow like three best actor uh awards Um, damn killing it yeah so it pretty much mopped up uh and uh yeah it's a fine a fine film but it does do a little bit of the uh Stuff you and me were just talking about with Mm -hmm. uh, some Marvel stuff with the little multiverse things going on. Again, no huge spoilers. That was kind of all that was spoiled for me. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) But I was like, I think it would have been really fun to not know that was going to (laughs) happen. Is it really a spoiler, though, when every movie that comes out now has a multiverse thing attached to it? It's not. That's that's the new hotness in, in film these days. Um. And in video games where Warner Brothers characters fight against each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Ratchet and Clank did it too. Everyone, you know, one universe is just not enough for us. We got to go check out all of them. Fucking greed. That's what it is. Universal greed. (laughs) What do you think the uh, versions of us, you and me are doing right now in the multiverse and like another universe. What, what do you think, what podcast are they recording at this moment? Uh, they're recording the, the big mouth podcast. I'm going to say that we're the good ones. So they're doing a big mouth podcast. Hmm. Mm. I do appreciate that. Yeah. You made us the good ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I almost didn't, but I think, you. I think we deserve it. Or we're the bad ones, and they're doing like a like a Downton Abbey <laughs> recap thing, and they're really, really eloquent and have insightful things to say, and don't just say like "I like when the fire came out of his hand because it was cool." The, they're, they're, they have nuanced takes on all the characters. That's not something you and me could achieve. <laughs> no, except for in the to, multiverse. We're just here to theorize about fire bending and why water bending sucks. Hey, now, take it easy. (laughs) Uh, We'll see if that remains a theme in this week's episode. Uh, But we must get into the recap to figure that out. Yeah, we must. We must, and we shall. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 9 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Waterbending Scroll. (gasps) Oh. Like the like the aliens in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the water bending scroll. Man, I hope those things are called scrolls. Yeah, that'd be fucking rad. Uh, well, it would be fucking embarrassing if they were not called scrolls. Uh, I don't think I'd be embarrassed not to know everything can, about the MCU. <laughs> can you gather out there that Brendan and I were talking about scrolls when we had this? F- <laughs> infamous mcu conversation mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. and referenced. i also uh, just now i stole next joke yeah that's true that was one of mine that yep. i had but now it's mine i was going to insert that here when we did the uh, <laughs> episode recap but it's okay i've got so many other really good ones coming up mm-hmm. that i will throw you this one bone all right but if you want any more bones you're going to have a bone to pick with me and I'll break and I'll break your bones. Oh, that's a lot of bones. Uh, bones all the way down in this week's episode titled The Water Bending Scroll. Not scroll. Nope. Unfortunately. <laughs> Do you think there are any scrolls that know how to water bend? I mean, probably the the universe is a big place. That's true, and as we discussed, there are multiverses, so you could probably find a universe where there is a scroll who knows mm-hmm. how to water bend. Probably, anything. These out possibilities, there. yeah, these possibilities are endless. In um, completely, kind of completely unrelated, but in the Hitchhiker's Guide, there is a planet of uh, sentient mattresses. Uh, I like that. You have to go hunt them and dry them out for for retail consumption. Uh, that's pretty silly. I know nothing about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, except oh, for what good. you just said. It's very good. There's a lot of shit like that. And there's a day that everyone hates. Is it Wednesdays? Mm, that doesn't sound I, familiar. I think you're thinking of right. Garfield and it's my <laughs> well, uh, well, I know I'm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, o- I am always thinking of oh, Garfield it's, but in this uh, instance. I think it's. Two Thursdays, even. I think that's like a one-liner at the very beginning of the book. Arthur okay. says, it must be Thursday. I could never get the hang of Thursdays. Uh, there was a the trivia question for me like a month ago where it was something about a day that people didn't like in Hitchhiker's Guide. And <laughs> I Clearly, that trivia question really stuck with me. <laughs> I, I I think it's that one line. At the very beginning of the series. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. Because famously, all copies of the book. Yeah, it's seven books. All copies of all seven books were uh, banished in every country and then burned in every country. So there are none left. And Douglas Adams was tried for war crimes. Uh, I feel good about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the right decision. Uh, Just like I'm making the decision to move on. (laughs) All right. April 29th, 2005, was this episode? Previously on Avatar, Uh, Avatar Roku delivered some super awesome news. Mm -hmm. Guess what, gang? Uh, Aang has to learn all of the elements before the end of summer, lest Fire Lord Ozai kill everyone with the help of Sozin's Comet. Yep. It's going to be rad. It's going to be really fun and there's no pressure. Mm -hmm. I think they're throwing like a a barbecue and bring the kids. (laughs) Yeah. Just uh, make sure you wash your feet off before you go in the pool. You don't want to get grass in there. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. And try not to pee in there. You know, we're adults. Mm -hmm. So uh, with this new goal in mind, uh, Aang begins this episode by freaking the fuck out. Yeah, rightfully. Now uh, things it's a, it's a much grander journey that they find themselves on than they even realized. Yep. He can't just keep fucking around anymore. No, no, no. We've got to get to work. We've got to learn some of these elements. Sokka teases Aang and he says, hey, I mean, you've already mastered airbending. That only took 112 years. <laughs> fucking got him. Sokka's on fire in this episode. Yeah, Sokka, he's got a lot to say. Uh, but like, I don't know. Like we just said, like maybe now, Sokka, can you please try to take this a little seriously for the next nine <laughs> months or so? Oh, man. He's got to keep it light. He's got to keep it light. You know, Katara and Aang are going to put in the hard work. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Sokka's there to raise spirits by yeah, <laughs> criticizing how long it took Aang to get one element mastered. <laughs> Thank you, Sokka. Oh, man. Uh, I thought that was very good. I was like, yeah, fucking roast his ass. <laughs> get him. <laughs> Come on, Aang, you ain't shit. You're not going to learn these elements. We're all going to die, Aang. It's all <laughs> your fault. But aren't I a real stinker? <laughs> so actually, uh, real quick, before we get into it any further, um, Aang only woke up because uh, Sokka and Katara stumbled upon his iceberg. Yeah? Sure. Is that what we're... Is that the theory we're working with? Like, he wasn't about to do it anyway, and they just happened to be there? They are, like, directly responsible for it? I'll buy that. Okay. Uh, What fucking good timing they had. Uh, Oof. Imagine if he just slept through the next nine months. He woke up, hey, where'd everybody go? (laughs) He comes back, and everyone's dead, except the Sure is a lot of fire. Yeah, sure, a lot of fire flying around these days. (laughs) I don't remember everything being quite so inflamed. Uh, you know, it's a changed world, but <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If he had been even just a little bit later, uh, that would the the clock, the window would have been even shorter. Or yeah, perhaps past. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a day late. He wakes up because of the meteor. What I miss? Ooh, oh, sorry. He just goes back into the ice. <laughs> goes and has a. Meeting with Avatar Roku. Like, hey, Roku, it's really great to meet you. Uh, Aang, you really should have tried to show up earlier. Aang, <laughs> you really dropped the ball on this one. Thousands of years of Avatars and you fucked it all up. And you're the worst one <laughs> by far. We got Way you a medal. <laughs> uh, no, he's here. Aang's gonna get the job done. Uh, but he says that they are still. Weeks away from the North Pole, and I'm sitting here saying, weeks? Yeah, right? How, how does fast does Oppa fly? Oh, I mean, how long have they been traveling, though? I mean, weeks. Yeah. Maybe it's know. a small planet. Or maybe it's a very, very, very big planet. Uh, yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to need to. I do have a map around here somewhere, as we discussed. Yeah, and I've seen it. Does it have a Does it have a scale on it? A distance no. scale? Well, what the fuck? Yeah, useless. We're going to have to look up some phony baloney online <laughs> Something, one that somebody some made. Some fan made, yeah. Some big dork made, and I don't have time for big dorks. I only <laughs> have time for you and me, Brendan, as not if, big dorks. As if the people who watch this show know anything. <laughs> Definitely not the people who podcast about this show. They don't know <laughs> shit. Uh, Katara offers to teach Ang the little bit of water bending that she has taught herself along the way. So they land themselves near a huge waterfall to practice. Yeah. Uh, but Ang being the big, dumb, stupid idiot he is thinks they're there to swim. Yeah. Let's rein it in a little bit, buddy. Uh, Apa splashes down in the water, and yeah, Aang strips all of his clothes off, you know, a man after my own heart. <laughs> yep. Um, and Katara, yeah, just like you're doing now, Brendan, and just like everyone should be doing in the what precious little time we have left. Katara's like, hey, do you remember why we're even splashing down right now? It's not party time, buddy. Remember that thing we discussed in the previous scene? <laughs> not 20 seconds ago. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, he agrees. We have to train. They're going to do that while Sokka gets to clean the mud and bugs out from between Appa's toes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody's got a job on this ship. Yep. And that's Sokka's today. (laughs) Um, meanwhile, we see Zuko is getting in some training of his own on the deck of his ship, uh, but is tossed around when the ship changes course. And he goes up and yells at the helmsman. But Iroh is up here and takes the blame for what's going on here. There's a very urgent issue. Mm -hmm. Iroh says he has lost his lotus tile for this fictional game called Pie Show. Yep. And here's where I start to think, ah, he's going to deliver some good ass wisdom on the the importance of like patience and uh, taking time for yourself. And this is going to be, like, a, a high point of Iroh, like, uh, like just being a chill guy and teaching fucking everyone how to be cool. Uh, and I guess we'll see if that's what happens. Iroh is pretty chill about this whole situation. I mean, it clearly is. He's a little stressed out that he needs a new Lotus tile. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a really good bit because Zuko's like, what are you talking about? Um, and then instead of yeah, delivering maybe life lessons on something like this, he then instead decides to dive into his pie show strategy. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like I I need this tile for the game, not because of any other thing that is a yep. teachable moment for you, Zuko. Yep. I need to play a game. Well, even that, he's like many people think that the Lotus is is a, a pretty worthless piece, but in my strategy it plays a big role. And I'm like, all right, all right. We're building up to some big grand fucking lesson here. Um, But spoiler alert, there's no fucking lesson. (laughs) Uh, No, no lesson to be learned as far as (laughs) white lotus tile pie show strategy in this episode. We're not going to cover it. Uh, Iroh wants to stop at a port of call and get a new tile so I can get on with my life, he says. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a great line. He's very hung up on it. This whole bit is very good. Zuko gets angry and literally breathes fire like a dragon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just cool. Uh, And Iroh says, I'm so lucky to have such an understanding nephew. He is. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag blessed. Yep. Uh, It cuts to Sokka cleaning up his toes, just as we discussed. Uh, And... He does tell Appa that he has to do him next, which Oppa laughs at. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I love Appa laughing at something. <laughs> uh, full of personality, that big cuddly guy. He is, yeah. it's getting a lot of good character development in these last few episodes. I feel like we episodes. know a lot more about Oppa than we did in previous episodes. Yeah. yeah we're, le- we're learning things. We're now at the point where, yeah, nine episodes in, uh, people are getting a little more well-rounded here. Yeah, yep. we talked about how every other character had, like, their moment to shine uh, up to this point, and I feel like Oppa's time is coming real soon. We'll get to him, we'll get to him. Don't you worry. Uh, Appa will be a, he'll be a star someday. <laughs> but what about Momo? What about Momo? What about Momo? Momo does a couple <laughs> things, we'll talk about it. Uh, Katara is going to teach Aang what she knows, and she's being very gentle with him and keeps saying how long it took her to figure out these moves that she's going to show him. Mm -hmm. So let's run through the moves, Brendan. Yeah, let's do it. First move is basically just pushing a small wave back and forth across the water. Simple enough, right? Yeah. I could probably do that. Yeah, I could do that for sure. Yeah, just put your hand in the water. I've done, yeah, I have done that at the beach, but I yeah. was in the water, not standing on the shore. As or you, they are you, right you now. get in a pool with like a an inner tube and you just keep bobbing up and down and pushing it really hard. Um, and your dad I'm, says, You're going to break the pool. <laughs> it's spilling over the sides. <laughs> and don't take beers in there. I don't want to have to clean that out of the system. Uh,. Aang gives it a try, and Katara says, you know, keep practicing, but immediately Aang starts doing this move no sweat. Yep. He's got it figured out. Katara's like, wow, you really learned that quickly, and Aang flatters her by saying, oh, well, I had a great teacher. Yeah, good on him. He's uh, appreciative of what she's doing for him, at least for now. <laughs> yep. Second move, Katara calls it streaming the water. Mm-hmm. Basically, moving a floating blob of water through the air—that's all it is. Yeah, streaming it, you know. Yeah, like I do with episodes of. Uh, what's a popular show? Abbott Elementary. I I don't actually literally watch have that never show. heard of that show. <laughs> it's a there were humongous. There were a humongous so, show. So many options. <laughs> The last very, of Very, very popular. Show. Uh, fucking Wednesday. <laughs> it's a show that many people watch, Brendan. Uh, what's that one with the little Japanese kids who go and do stuff on their own? O- uh, uh, old Avatar enough? Avatar the Last Airbender? I'm not really sure. I think it's called Old Enough or Big Enough. I and mean, these little like five-year-old Japanese kids like, got to go to the store and buy some fish for their parents. It's a great show. I love the sound of that. It's very good. I like it a lot. Okay. It's the I'm most write, adorable thing I think I've down. ever seen. I'm going to write that one down and come back to it later because that sounds fantastic. We might have to start talking about that on this podcast I'm instead. for it. Okay. Uh, we'll see everyone next week for <laughs> the first episode of whatever the name of that show is. <laughs> Brendan's not even – he's not even sure himself. I'm pretty sure it's big enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh katara again tells Aang not to get discouraged but turns to face him and he's doing tricks with it like it's a fushigi ball mm-hmm. is that one of them is that one of them the, the the balls that have like the plastic clear plastic on the outside of them and they look like they're floating and you just roll them around and yeah. do that crazy like wizard tricks with them those things are cool <laughs> have you ever owned one of those yourself no <laughs> I have not either, but I have watched I am I'm man enough to admit that I've watched YouTube videos of that before. I have as well, and I've seen the infomercial a lot. Uh and to think that neither of us ever picked up the phone to purchase one of those, uh yeah. it's it's a crime. They said no pod. I can't I can't do that. No deal. No deal, no no POD, no deal for me. Yeah, that's what I always say. <laughs> and I'll continue to for the rest <laughs> of my life. Uh, he's really putting on a show. There's some circus music playing. Uh, Katara is starting to get a little bit annoyed. Mm -hmm. She tells him the over the head flare was unnecessary. (laughs) Really rubbing it in. I think it was very necessary for my enjoyment of this show. Yeah. What if he like did some like air writing with the water? Like he wrote his name with the water between his hands. Like I think and I got holds it. He just it, ho- holds it up between his two. He has, has to constantly be bending it, yeah. you know, holding it on either end. He could do it. You go, hey, Katara, how's this? <laughs> it just says, hi, Katara. <laughs> Great, Aang. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, final move, make a big wave. hmm Kind of similar to the first move. Yeah, but bigger. But just as big as you can do. Mm-hmm. Katara tries it herself and struggles to lift up as much water as she can, but it kind of limply falls apart and Aang's like, oh, I'll give it a try and creates a fucking tidal wave that washes Sokka away. Yeah. Fucking show to her. We forget that this kid is the avatar and probably has all sorts of raw power just waiting to be unleashed. Here comes (laughs) Sokka's the, or not Sokka, Katara's the big waterbender in the area. Here comes Bobby Flay again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) right. I know that you've been doing this your entire life, Katara, but my friends are here and they say I'm better than you. (laughs) And then it just cuts uh, to Momo and uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> fucking appa with big 10 signs <laughs> bravo bravo even sokka is holding up a 10 <laughs> sign it's like you're supposed to be you're my brother you're supposed to back me up well he's the avatar what am i gonna do um ang is loving his new waterbending abilities and wants to keep going but katara is like well that's enough for today clearly jealous of yeah what he's accomplishing in such a short amount of time mm-hmm. on like his first attempt Day one, he's already surpassed her, and she is (laughs) really not happy about that. Um, He's also managed to wash away all of their supplies down the river. Mm -hmm. So they must go to the local market as well. Do you think they'll pick up a lotus tile while they're there? They might. Maybe that's why when uh spoiler alert when uh Iroh goes to the market later they don't have any lotus tiles oh because they bought maybe them all. they picked up all the lotus tiles that every shop had in stock yeah Could maybe. Be. That's that it. sounds like something they would do just for no reason at all uh ang's not good with his money no but uh he's really good at pie show mm-hmm <laughs> exclusively, exclusively using the lotus style. but only with lotus Styles. we're not even really sure how the game works no I would love to find out I guarantee there's a somebody's made a fan version of that oh yeah out there uh, we'll figure it out and play that for the show uh, that's something we'll definitely do mm-hmm. bet, bet on it you can bet on it just like you can bet on our game of pie show to see who will win mm-hmm. it's gonna be me yeah you should bet on Brendan I'm probably not gonna be very good at it <laughs> Uh, they walk into the local market. There's some pretty rough customers around here. Uh some guy <laughs> is <laughs> some guy's holding like a little bag and he's just shouting, Who's brave enough to look into this bag? I loved that guy. <laughs> the bag of wonders or mysteries. The bag or guy. <laughs> look out for my bag. Are you <laughs> Big enough to look in the bag. Are you a bad enough dude? Are you a bag enough dude? <laughs> I want to know what's in that damn bag. Mm-hmm. I bet it's nothing. But there's nothing Probably in nothing. the bag. Con artist. <laughs> I would believe it's that. all the money you spent to look in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Are you brave enough to look into this bag and see how stupid you were <laughs> by paying me? <laughs> I'm not brave enough for that. In fact, I'm terrified of the prospects of such a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of running out of money, the team is running out of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sokka also refers to their money as being from King Bumi, which is interesting. I think that's the first we've heard of him giving them any money. Yeah. I would assume that he gave them some supplies, but... uh, yeah, the, f- the first we know that they had money, and also I guess that the villagers that Aang saved from Hei in the last couple of episodes didn't see fit to give him any money. Yeah. <laughs> you don't pay heroes. They're heroes. Yeah, but heroes need to buy things, well, although... Maybe they should maybe. get a job. They should get a job. There are so many stalls <laughs> at this market that they could like sweep up. All they need something. is a bag. All you need is a bag, and I do know a guy. (laughs) But that's his livelihood is the bag, so you can't take that from him. Um, Aang spent some of their money on a bison-shaped whistle, which he blows into, but there's no sound coming out of it. Yep. It's a a broken-ass whistle. It's a shitty whistle that will never be helpful. Nope, and will never come up again. I don't think so. Uh, Katara is like, hey, moron, give me the money from now on, huh? Yep. Probably the right move. They should have never really let did, him. have. Why it did the they ever place. give him the money? Yeah, they know him. They've been traveling with him for what we can assume is as weeks. They should know better. He's also from a time uh, over 100 years ago where money had a different value. Yeah. Uh, also, he's from a place where I don't know that they used money. I highly doubt that the air nomads had any use for the damn stuff. Yeah, I think they were they were all just helping each other out. It was a commune, you know. You can have what I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank Mother Russia for the rest. <laughs> uh, they're walking along the docks and a shop barker. Is that what you would call that? A barker? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. I was really worried about it when I was writing my notes. (laughs) That's what we're going to say. A Barker is standing in front of a ship and he spits some of the sickest bars I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he does. Earth Nation, Fire Nation, Water Nation. So long as bargains are your inclination, you're welcome here. Don't be shy. Come on by. That is some kick-ass salesmanship, my dude. Yeah, I wonder how long he had to practice that. Uh, probably a long time. He was writing that down over the course of like many nights. Mm-hmm. Like bargains are your destination? No, that doesn't make no, any no, no, sense. No, 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 bargains. We've got bargain infestations. Almost. No, There's yeah, something it's there. Close. It's close. <laughs> Do we really want to make the customers think about bugs though? You could probably buy bugs on the ship. I bet. I bet they've got some. And even if you, even if they didn't carry them normally, if you found one, they'd sell it to you. I'm willing to buy whatever this smooth son of a bitch <laughs> is selling based on that performance he just gave. Oh, yeah. Uh, he picks out Aang and Sokka and Katara based on their clothing mm-hmm. and invites them to view some exotic curios. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Honey Nut. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Beat you to it. You did. Uh, that was really good. I'm glad we both went to the same place. Uh, Aang does the right thing here because he's interested in this, but he says, what are curios? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Not going for it. <laughs> uh, it's the moments past and yeah, yeah. I secured the it's victory that time. It's too late now. Uh, the guy thinks on that for a second and he says, "I'm not sure, but we got them. Oh yeah <laughs> I'm not really sure what I'm trying to sell you, but I will sell it to you yeah, for a, a reasonable price. uh we'll see uh on board they go. the ship is filled with it's filled with truly exotic curios, just as he said mm-hmm. whatever those may be. um. There is a bejeweled monkey statue that puts Katara under a spell. Yeah. (laughs) Just pretty good. It's like uh, Abu in Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the coconut. Kind of a similar vibe. Uh, But Katara does not take the bait as Abu did and doomed them all to an eternity in the sand. Yep. That's how that movie ends, right? Yeah, they all just get buried in the desert. They just live in sand forever. Mm Mm-hmm. But at least there's a lot of gold. There is a lot of gold. They're all rich. They just sit around for like a couple of weeks, maybe maybe like a week or two basking in their riches before they all die of starvation. It's a really and weird turn, movie. And they turn to bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was worth it, though, to get his little monkey hands on that sweet, sweet <laughs> coconut. Uh, the three of them are browsing the wares on this ship as the captain walks out from the shadows and wants to purchase Momo. Mm hmm. Um, the captain is wearing what I believe my research has definitely proved is called a bicorn hat. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I needed that confirmation because I really struggled. Like, is this the one I had to look up like a, a chart of different types of pirate (laughs) hats and then picked which one I thought was right. The closest one. I think we hit it right on the money. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, He also has a creature on his shoulder that is a cross between a parrot and an iguana, but it screeches like Donkey Kong when he slips on a banana peel in Mario Kart 64. (laughs) It does. Yeah, it looks like a little dragon. I think it's cool as hell. It is cool. It kind of slithers around, but also can fly. Yeah. Very terrifying. It's like, yeah, the uh, nightmare version of Momo Mm -hmm. in some ways. I love it. I wish they would just adopt that thing. Yeah. You know what? We will sell you Momo. I'll trade you Momo. For this abomination. (laughs) (laughs) You've got yourself a deal. Uh, Katara finds a small scroll and opens it up and it depicts some sketches of waterbending techniques. Mm -hmm. She actually says, check out these crazy moves but the moves that are depicted look almost exactly like the moves that she was just doing a few minutes ago. Yeah, they basically <laughs> are, yeah. Kind of almost exactly the same, but they're so crazy and they're, outlandish. because yeah, she can't do them. To her, yeah, any sort of useful water bending technique is yeah. such a bizarre concept. <laughs> uh, they ask the captain where he got the scroll, and he snatches it away and says he got it, Up north at a most reasonable price. Free. Yep, yep. he really gives away the game with that one. You did not need to admit that to them. Yeah, he really didn't. And I'm not sure why he did. Yeah. Sokka says, okay, I'm going to call the police. (laughs) Yeah. All right, you wait here. We'll be back. And you're going to Avatar Jail. (laughs) Avatar Jail. That's what they call it. Uh, there are no police around here. I've never seen the local sheriff. No, you know what? No, I've only ever seen like Fire Nation Guardsmen. Yeah, and what help are they? Busting up shops and stuff like that. Yeah. Taking taking uh, kickbacks on the side. Yeah. That's the message of this podcast is uh, fund the police, but only specifically in terms of the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Other than that, we'll talk about it off the air. we have to think about that one. <laughs> uh, Sokka puts together the pieces that these are pirates. Uh, the Barker guy corrects him and says, actually, we're high risk traders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the people on Wall Street bets. Pretty much the exact same thing. Uh, or like the people on Shark Tank. Yep, yep. Yep, that water scrolls to the moon, as they say. Someone's saying that is that a it's is that a me. timely reference? Is that are we still talking no. about that? Some somebody definitely is still talking about that, and <laughs> but the, every time they say it, it gets a little bit sadder. <laughs> One of these times, buddy, you'll get it. Bang uh, zoom. G- <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, yes. <laughs> these things we say. Uh, Katara wants to buy the scroll. The captain says he already has a buyer, but I'll sell it to you now for two hundred gold pieces. Classic bartering move. Mm-hmm. Um, Aang's got this though. Master negotiator. Yeah, he puts on his best pirate voice and offers up in his outstretched hand one copper piece. Yar, yar, he says. He does say, uh, I think I'll offer ye yep. one copper piece. It's almost a little offensive. <laughs> what if the guy was like, we don't appreciate that kind of stereotype. You're not allowed here. to do that. I, I am only allowed to do that. <laughs> only I may dance. <clears throat> um, I had a friend, childhood friend, who's parents one of them was from the uk and one of them was from poland Mm -hmm. and they had like the heaviest versions of those accents that you can possibly imagine that's great um and frequently without even knowing i was doing it i would like repeat the accents back to them in conversation so they'd be like oh nick how's it going and i'd be like oh i'm doing pretty good and i went like (laughs) oh i shouldn't have done that Uh, There is somebody in my life who I will not name who does that uh, on the phone with people. Uh, Mm. They claim it's an accident, but it happens every single time. Like they're ordering Chinese food or something. I I mean, given my life experience, as I just described, those were always accidents for me. I can't speak to this person that you know, (laughs) but I if they're saying it's an accident, I'm inclined to believe this person that I don't know anything about. (laughs) <laughs> maybe we'll see we'll see we'll interrogate them <laughs> on this show too yeah they, they cannot remain remain anonymous for long <laughs> uh the captain lets out a big belly laugh and rejects ang's offer ang is about to blow his pirate mind though he says all right two copper pieces yep fuck it it's gonna work this time He just 100% increase in in the price he was willing to give. Uh, But no laughs this time from the pirate captain. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think he says Uh, it's less amusing the second time. Yeah, Get out of my shop, you (laughs) shitty bartering kid. Uh, Katara tugs on Aang's sleeve and wants to get off this pirate ship. Uh, Aang and Sokka question her as they disembark. And a pirate yells, hey, get back here. And Aang turns around thinking that they finally want to strike a deal with him. <laughs> I think He says, ah, they finally came to their senses. <laughs> the price has been reduced back to one copper, though. Yeah, yeah. You had your chance. <laughs> strike while the iron's hot. Uh... That's what he thinks, but a dozen pirates leap out of the ship and brandish their weapons at the three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And the gang leads the pirates on a chase through the city streets of this market. We get to see a friendly, familiar face, Brendan. (gasps) Yep, we do. That's right. I I almost asked who, but I remember. (laughs) You know who it is. It's our old friend, the Cabbage Merchant. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I did some research after this to see if he was, in fact, in the live action movie, and I don't think that he was. I think I lied to you. Uh, he should have been. He should have been. Perhaps he'll be in that live action show that's going to be on Netflix, but. Oh, man. I, I'm. The less I talk about that, the better I feel. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. Um, the cabbage merchant is gently caressing a cabbage against his face. <laughs> He loves those cabbages like some sort of vegetable deviant. <laughs> uh, Sokka and Katara bump the cart a couple times as they run by uh, Ang flies by and lets out a mi- mighty gust of wind that sends the cart hurtling back towards the pirates and smashing. Yeah, worked out. Uh, as he will often do the cabbage merchant says my cabbages and then he says this place is worse than Omashu mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe the next place he goes will be better you remember me right the guy from Omashu remember remember me from 3 3 episodes ago how fun was that i'll i'll be back <laughs> see you next time <laughs> uh too bad for him the uh, last few pirates corner them in an alley. Uh, the Barker guy says, who gets to taste the steel of my blade first? Yeah, he's scary, this guy. I'm sitting at home going, me, me, I want to. <laughs> Ooh, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Stab me, daddy, I say. <laughs> I wish um, you wouldn't stop. said <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, I will uh, text you that probably tomorrow <laughs> and you won't remember what we were talking about. You're probably right, I won't. <laughs> and then you'll never be able to forget or sleep again. Uh, Aang pulls out his glider and tells Katara and Sokka to hang on as he lifts them up into the air and they fly away to safety. He could have done this the whole time? Yeah, at literally any point, yeah. Not even just the whole time in this chase, but in the entire history of this show, Aang is able to support both of their weights on his glider? Yeah, he's the Avatar. We didn't know this. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) you never asked. Yeah, it's on me, really. (laughs) Or maybe they did do it, and I just wasn't paying enough attention. And again, I'm I'm failing in my duties as (laughs) co-host of this podcast. I'll try to be better going forward. Uh, They make it back to the waterfall. Aang says, I used to look up to pirates, but those guys were terrible. Yeah. Why did he look up to pirates? What did he know about pirates? I don't know. What did they ever do for him? Were were they like frequents of the air nomads? Yeah, they don't make pirates like they used to. (laughs) Then it cuts to some romanticized like air nomad pirates. They're really, really friendly. (laughs) Basically Robin Hood. Uh, I would believe that, yeah. Uh, Katara reveals why the pirates were chasing them in the first place. She reveals that she stole the water bending scroll. That's illegal. Brendan, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And I should preface this by saying I'm not a cop. Oh, I don't believe you now. No, no, I've said it. So I, yeah, I could be. I don't in think so cops can struggle. lie about that. I think. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's recorded for the whole world to hear, so uh they would throw my ass in jail if I truly was a cop. <laughs> Brendan, you, you ever shoplift? Uh yeah, when I was younger. Well, how younger are we talking about? Like mid-teens probably. So like you wanna, half a life ago. Would you uh what were you uh what were you swiping? You know, some like shitty sweat wristbands from Hot Topic? nice uh maybe a candy bar here and there nice yeah nothing major I uh I have never shoplifted anything major either but even to this day uh and this is like the lightest possible crime that exists mm-hmm. but uh I will frequently uh at gas stations, uh, purchase one bag of ice and then take two bags of oh ice my God. out of the uh, freezer. Oh, my God. You piece of shit. Who's that really hurting? You know, <laughs> big ice, a dollar fifty bag of ice. That's not going to affect Jim working mm-hmm. down at the old mobile. Yep. I have this uh, little stitch with like, little magnetic hands that's hanging on my curtain here. I got that at Disney. Five finger discount. Yeah, I was brave as fuck. <laughs> Stealing something at Disney is an insane thing to do. Yep, yep. Because they have cameras everywhere, and if you get caught, you will never be allowed to go back. And you get put in Disney jail. Damn, so you must be some kind of professional thief. Mm -hmm, Yep, I got this tiny little little stitch figure who I've had hanging on my curtains ever since. (laughs) Just as a reminder of your greatest triumph. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know what kind of person I was dealing with here. So uh, you'll never be allowed in my home. I'll probably also never be allowed in Disney again after this airs. This is true. Uh, I will make sure not to listen <laughs> to <you> this podcast <laughs> episode out loud the next time I'm in Disney World. <laughs> can you can you add a, like a voice modulator so I sound like somebody on one of those like I stole, shows? I, I stole <laughs> Stitch. I saw him and I knew I had to have him. I had to have him, but he was like 20 bucks. And that's just ridiculous. Who's we'll got the money for something like that? It's a dollar figure at best. Plus, it made this kick-ass story. Now, <laughs> my name's Brendan. Oh shit! I shouldn't have said oh, that fuck. with the voice oh, modulator. Oh god! I mean, br- I mean, brand. My name's Brandon. My name is Brandon. <laughs> uh, I won't rat you out to Mickey. Your secret is safe with me. Oh, he's already on his way. Oh shit, I think I heard him at the door We'll handle that later on Um, (laughs) Aang thinks it's very funny That Katara stole this stolen scroll from the pirates But Sokka is mad at her for putting them at risk Uh, She tries to make it out like she stole this For Aang's benefit Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking right Yeah Trying to make him an accomplice Yeah, I wasn't there. I didn't do. Well, I was there, but I had no idea. Stop talking to me. Um, Sokka storms off and Aang and Katara are going to study the scroll. Uh, It cuts back to the market. Zuko is crossing his arms and pouting, which honestly is just kind of his default form. Yep. I could just say Zuko is being Zuko. Yeah, he's he's over there zuko in it up. Just zooing around. <laughs> uh yes, as we mentioned, Iroh couldn't find any lotus tiles, but he says the only thing better than finding something you were looking for is finding something you weren't looking for at a great bargain. Yeah, I mean he's got a point. That is always a huge victory. Uh, but for Iroh, it's a huge victory as multiple soldiers carry giant mounds of souvenirs back to their (laughs) ship. Ah, man. Although, I don't know, I recently I found something that I've been looking for for years. And I gotta say, that is probably a better feeling than finding something I only kind of wanted at a good price. Uh would you would you get What would you procure I got my copy of Mr. Mosquito for the PlayStation 2. I'd been you looking for that me. since probably 2007. I could have bought it um, online, but on Amazon it's like 150 bucks or more. That's just used video game prices mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. days, my boy, then it's only going to get worse. I did not pay that much for it. But um you got like a childhood attachment to that game? I played it one time I rented it as a kid. <laughs> and that, okay, and that was so, it. <laughs> so maybe not, so maybe not really. Uh, not really. I just always wanted to play it again cuz maybe I can beat it this time. That last boss is super hard or was. I haven't played it. I bought it weeks ago and it's just still sitting on my shelf. Is it like a big human that's trying to crush you? That's the whole game. It's like, what if Shadow of the Colossus, but instead uh, of Colossi, it's just regular humans. And instead of uh, a weird boy who just shouts arrow all the time, you're a mosquito. Now, Brendan, I was joking, but are you joking right now? I'm not. No, that's that's the game. Yeah. So that like sounds really level good. one. You're you're in the daughter's bedroom. It's a family of three in Japan. Uh, and you're in the daughter's bedroom and she's laying on her bed like on her computer. And you have to keep landing on her leg and, and biting her leg. And after so long, she'll start slapping at you. And then she'll get up and chase you around the room for a while. And then she'll go lay back down. And every level is basically that. But just like different family members, different parts of the the house. And the final boss is the dad. And he's got those bug bug sticks tied to his head like burning and like the ground is covered in those like burners uh and he's got like a swatter and he's tracing you around it's super hard this game sounds you know what now, okay so now it's right? my life's mission to also buy a copy of this game yeah you know what i'm gonna do you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i'll stream it on twitch y'all can come check it out uh sometime <laughs> i was gonna set a date right now but i'm not gonna do don't that commit. don't commit don't commit <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Bob the virus. Yeah. Keep your eyes posted there. Watch our Twitter. Uh, I'll make Nick make an announcement when it's going live. I can promise <clears throat> that I will think about doing that. <laughs> That's as far as I'm willing to go. Uh Iroh spots the pirate ship in the market and drags Zuko on board. Uh Iroh also wants to buy that monkey statue that Katara was looking at. Yep. But seemingly does actually have the money to be able to do this, which is an interesting thing that I thought about here. Uh, Zuko most certainly has to be cut off from the Fire Nation Thrones bank account. I would think, say huh? so. Yeah, he has, I would say he has no claim to the coffers. I don't think they gave him a debit card that comes out of <laughs> the Fire Lord's account. He's just like Uh, a little trust fund kid walking around with daddy's credit card. Yeah. uh, Spend, spend, spend. Uh, But Iroh does not seem to be strapped for cash based on his events in this episode specifically. No, he's a decorated war general. Yeah. And has all that money. Yeah. With him or something. (laughs) What's he doing with it? He doesn't need it for anything. No, he's got to decorate his home. I would like to go to Iroh's house and see what all the kind of knickknacks that he's got. Yeah, he calls the monkey thing a very handsome piece. Do you disagree? (laughs) Kind of. It's a little gaudy. no, no. No. It would look great in any room. (laughs) I would put it, I would hang it above my bed so that I could wake up every morning and glare at it. (laughs) Have it hanging above your bed, like looking down at you. I might have to prop it up somehow, put some sort of apparatus up there. Yeah, so it can stare directly down at me. <laughs> Get a bunch of spotlights to point right at it. Mm-hmm. Hit it at dramatic angles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I constantly have nightmares. <laughs> um, the pirates on the ship mentioned the water tribe girl and the bald monk that she was with. Naturally, this captures Zuko's attention. Yep. Bald you say. Hmm. I know a guy kind of like that. Uh, he questions them while Iroh smiles in the background with the same face that that monkey statue is making. <laughs> Little goofball in this episode. Iroh is <laughs> Iroh's great in this episode. He's been on a hell of a run in the last few episodes. <laughs> Keep it going. I love this guy. I know. He's great. Uh, Katara and Aang observe the water bending techniques on the scroll. Uh, Katara wants to give. She says she just wants to give one a try real quick, and then she'll let Aang try. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh brother, here we go. <laughs> it's a classic, like, oh, give me one more minute, Katara. and then you can have a turn. Katara, Mom said it's my turn with the water bending scroll. I'll only be another second. I just, I really want to figure this out. Yeah, no, if you had time yesterday. Next time I die. Yeah, next, <laughs> next life, next life. <laughs> Uh, she tries to perform the single water whip and lifts a ball of water up from the river and whips it, but it backfires and hits her right in the forehead. Right in the face. <laughs> Not so good. Sokka loves that, though. He cracks up and says exactly what you and me are saying right now. <laughs> Tells Katara that she is basically full of shit and being selfish about the scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tries to do the whip again, but this time whips Momo right on his little butt. Right in the ass, uh, which is actually, you know what? That's uh, a successful execution of the water whip. It is. She might not have been targeting that specifically, but she did manage to, yeah, send it in the right, the yeah. opposite direction. She cracked it. She, she did it. She just got a, her execution is a little lacking, but she she's there. Or maybe she was aiming for Momo. Maybe she was. Yeah, she hates that guy because he reminds her of Aang. And right now she hates that guy. There's no bigger enemy to Katara <laughs> than Aang. Uh, she is starting to lose her temper, but Aang is like, hey, you know, just keep trying. You'll figure it out. You just got to go with the flow. <laughs> she is seething at these <laughs> comments. Uh yeah, Aang very casually and calmly is like, yeah, check it out. You know, all you got to do is bend your body this way and move your arms like this, and just very easily performs the water whip as he mansplains how to do it to <laughs> Katara, which is the final straw that has broken Katara's back. Is it? Uh, it can we go with Ang splains? Or avatar splains. I think ang splains sounds Aang-splains, better. Ang splains. Ang sounds a lot better. I think, yeah, I think we got it in one on that one. The problem I have with that is that I then want to say ang splang. Ang splangs? Maybe yeah. we just should. Yeah, ang splangs. Yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> ang splangs this to Katara. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Perfect. It's good. That's a keeper. Uh, I will try to remember that if I ever write down the words. If I ever write down the words mansplain. In <laughs> fact, I'll do a control F in my giant document. Can you just edit your uh, your dictionary in Google Docs so that it automatically replaces it? Did you it? mean to say ang <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes, you know I, what? Yes I, <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chrome. You've done me a solid. Uh, Yeah, if he's done... Ang splaining this to her. See, the key to bending is. Will you please shut your air hole? Believe it or not, your infinite wisdom gets a little old sometimes. Why don't we just throw the scroll away since you're so naturally gifted? Uh, she yells right in his face to shut his air hole. Yep, which is, which is interesting. <laughs> he asks, which one? <laughs> she is. Annoyed with him and mocks him as being, oh, well, you're so naturally gifted. It must be nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clearly just showing her hand. Yeah, exactly. Her whole ass is out now. She's not like <laughs> pretending anymore. The ang blanging was enough to push her over the edge. <laughs> I'm going to now say it as many times as I can. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> but it's it's like making my mouth hurt. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, Sokka glares at her in a I told you so kind of manner. Uh, She looks back at Aang, who has big puppy dog eyes, and his lip starts to quiver. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Poor little guy. Shouldn't have done that. I know. (laughs) Just a boy. (laughs) (laughs) I have sensitive feelings, Katara. Uh, Katara does come to her senses and apologizes and hands Ang the scroll and says that she's done with it. I don't even need this thing anymore. I'm- yeah, I can quit anytime. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I don't I don't need this. And then she pops a stick of gum in her mouth <laughs> and angrily walks away. <laughs> uh, Sokka does tell her to apologize to Momo, which she does do as Momo rubs his sore little monkey butt which is I probably he probably would just be doing that anyway just naturally trying to find bugs or something in there just Um, whatever or just you know just being a bored monkey (laughs) Uh, better than them turning around and what realistically would be happening is Momo Mm -hmm. would probably be masturbating yep yep that's luckily that's always off screen (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is is that it's always off screen (laughs) so anytime we're not seeing momo you know you know oh no (laughs) you've ruined it the whole show is ruined now hey monkey's gotta have fun too huh (laughs) talk about spanking the monkey that monkey can't stop uh anyway then Saka tries to get in on the apology action and clearly has been holding on to a few things. He's like, well, remember that time that you and she cuts him off. She's like, nope, I'm all done apologizing now. <laughs> Just good. That's good sibling banter. Yep. Yep. You sometimes forget that these two have probably talked like this for their entire lives. <laughs> yep. And that's how he was able to call it out so effectively. Right yeah. as it happened, exactly. He's like, yeah, I've right. Seen, I fucking know you. I've seen this shit before. <laughs> uh we see Zuko's little tender boat riding up the river alongside the pirate ship, Brendan. We still don't have a proper name for Zuko's little boat. Oh man, wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. Um, Daddy's little Firebird. No, well, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily asking you. Well, it's to too late <laughs> to name the boat. Well, it's happening now. But I don't like firebirds. That's not going to work because it doesn't fly. But Daddy's little something yeah is yeah. the right direction to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on to that thought. All right. We'll come back to it. Uh I'm last time for the rest of the episode now trying to come up <laughs> with a name for this fucking boat. Well, I have a little something that might put your mind at ease, Brendan. The last time we talked about Zuko's little boat, you asked what a sloop was. Oh, hell yeah. Is that what the pirates are floating around in? Is that what you're getting at? I don't... Well, I don't know from memory, but I will tell you right now what a sloop is. All right. A sloop is a sailboat with a single mast, typically having only one headsail in front of the mast and one mainsail aft. Of the mast. Okay, so like the, the the sailboat that you would draw as a child, anytime you drew a boat, that's a sloop. That's a sloop. Okay, and that is definitively not the boat that Zuko has. Nope, certainly not. But at least now we can speak from a point of authority. We can't. On now, whether or not that's a sloop. Now we know things. That's the f- very first thing that we've ever <laughs> known. <laughs> And I only know it because I looked it up. Nice. Hell yeah, Google. It's an amazing thing. I might start doing that more as we go on with this show. <laughs> Just got to remember to uh, ask Jeeves about it. He knows everything. He does. He's a genius. Guy. Why is he a butler? Why is he working as a butler if he knows so much? Uh, he loves to serve. I guess so. Can't get enough of it. He's always serving me up answers to my questions. Like, why can't Metroid crawl? What if Zelda was a girl? <laughs> then who was phone? <laughs> Nobody knows the answer to that question. Nobody knows that one. Nope. <laughs> or man door, hand hook car door. Nobody knows that one. either. <laughs> oh, man. There are some kids who won't know the beauty that was like 2005 internet. <laughs> Fuck em. Yeah, too late. Enjoy your TikTok, you little shits. Uh, Zuko is standing on the deck of the pirate ship with the captain who suggests that they search the woods. But Zuko's like, hey, my guy, uh, they stole a water bending scroll. They're going to be near the water. Yep. You got to hand it to Zuko. He is actually like a great tracker. Yeah, no, he actually he's he's pretty clever. Yeah. Um, uh, uh kind of scary. <laughs> I know this is a fantasy television show with stakes and tension that need to be raised, but like he is always right behind them. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he has some idea of what he's doing. Uh, and yeah, it, it is, it is scary. He's the never ending menace. Yeah, this time was an accident, though. They wouldn't be here if not for that Lotus piece. Yeah, but they must have been heading like in – they must have known that they were heading in the right direction because mm-hmm. otherwise they would have gone to a different port. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, they were definitely following them, but if they hadn't turned off for the peace, they would have passed them. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, this is true. Um, In any case, yeah, relentless Zuko is, but he – also seems to have some kind of good head on his shoulders, even if it's clouded with thoughts of regaining honor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of uh, angst and rage like any teenager. You should stop with the angst and start doing some more ang-splanging. <laughs> that didn't really work, but I wanted to say the word. <laughs> I, I, I felt that, yeah, yeah. Angst-splanging, Okay.
1: Uh, In the middle of the night,
0: yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. No, that was good. That reinvigorated it, I think. Okay, good. Now we're feeling ready to go. Uh, In the middle of the night, while everyone is sleeping, Katara takes the scroll and sneaks away before anyone can notice her. So even when she said she was done with it, she still was full of shit. Like a fucking addict. That's what I'm getting at. She She can't get off the stuff. The entire time before everyone went to bed, she's just sitting by the fire, scratching her neck. (laughs) like. Looking at that scroll in the bag. Yeah, uh, you gonna? U- are you gonna use that scroll? What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. I just want to uh, double check something in there real quick. Something. Something. I, I, think, I think. I think. I know how it works, but I just gotta. I, I just gotta. Just <laughs> let me look at it, man. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give me the bag. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nobody notices her doing this except for Momo, but Momo will keep her secrets. Mm-hmm. Momo is no snitch. <laughs> no. It's safe with me, man. Uh, she walks to the river and works on that water whip, but is trying to kind of brute force the move and still can't quite seem to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as she's doing this, she's making a lot of noise and Zuko and the pirates hear her. And uh, she stops as she hears something near her and sees Zuko's boat on the shore Uh, Runs away, but straight into the arms of a big, burly pirate. Yeah. But she bends some water into his big, dumb face and runs face first into Prince Zuko himself, who in a stone cold voice says, I'll save you from the pirates. This is a great fucking line. (laughs) It's really good. Uh, They tie her up and Zuko demands that she tell him where the avatar is. And she tells him to go jump in the river. What if he did real quick? He just like ran over and jumped in, in the camera guy. All right, now tell me. <laughs> Fine, I will. I'll do a cannonball. <laughs> is, that, is that your is that your offer? I can make that happen. <laughs> I accept. <laughs> and I still want to know where the avatar is, but now I'm soaking wet. Well, see, that's the fun of it is that he just gets out and like heats his body up, oh, and it just all comes off as thing. steam. Do you think that a waterbender if they took a swim like that and then were sopping wet could like shake like a dog and all the water would fly off of them and they'd be perfectly dry Probably I think a really talented waterbender could swim and not get wet not get wet at all Yeah like they have like a protective bubble around them just push the water kind of as they go mm-hmm. propel themselves with the water instead of physically interacting with it. Okay yeah. this is a good idea Yep so many different tactics that we're developing right now in this conversation. If a waterbender was underwater, they could probably do some kind of air bending, Like they create an air bubble under the water and they would just bend the water around that bubble. Mm-hmm. And so like like an airbender might be able to bring an air bubble down with them and use it to breathe. A waterbender could probably do the exact same thing, just in a different way. I think about the scene from the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, where those pirates yep. walk under—or no, Jack Sparrow and Orlando Bloom—I believe it is. I think, I think it's the two pirates. It's the one with the glass eye and the other one. I can't remember exactly who does it, but I know that you can tell exactly what I'm thinking of, yep. of when they take like the rowboat and walk along the ocean floor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the pirates. Uh, no matter who it is, I think about that, like, a lot. <laughs> just, just all the time you're just lying awake in bed going, would that work? Just kind of pops into my mind frequently wondering, yeah, could this? could I, this really be done? I think they did that on Mythbusters, and I think the problem with it is just that it's so hard to hold the boat full of air. Right. Exactly. That's that's what I always imagine too. Is you'd get all the way to the bottom and be like, great, and then slip up a little bit, yeah. and then you're dead. Yeah. I think I think that was what they decided. It's just too it's too hard to hold the boat down. Yep. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think about that a <laughs> lot, and I'm not joking. I really do. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, the swimming around without getting wet reminds me of, uh, I believe it's the Phantom Tollbooth, where they okay. they jump to the Island of Conclusion, which is located in the Sea of Knowledge. Uh, and there's uh, a character with them called the Humbug who uh, jumps in the water and comes back out and he's completely dry. And the joke is that there are people who can swim in the Sea of Knowledge all day and never get wet because they refuse to learn anything. That's a pretty good uh, idiom. I don't know. I don't know what it is. That book's fucking full of it, though. Bah humbug, I say to that book. I fucking love that book. (laughs) Uh, Yes. She tells him to jump in the river, and then all of that stuff we just described ensues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Zuko tries to reason with Katara and says, I need to recover something that I've lost. My honor. (laughs) She says, I don't know shit about you. I haven't seen Zuko. it. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck. Check the lost and found. Uh, he offers to exchange one of her lost items. Yes, that's right, Brendan. We're talking about Katara's necklace again. Yeah, I was wondering if it was ever going to come back up. And here it is. <laughs> here it is for exactly like five seconds. Yep. Not even brought up again in a later portion of the episode. And I don't think she gets it back. (laughs) She does not get it back. But I I mean, I guess at least now she knows that it's in Zuko's possession, but... It's, It's gonna come back up randomly as like a drive for her to fight him. Yeah. It's like the final episode of Avatar. By the way, I never got that necklace back. She punches him in the throat and then grabs it. Thanks for the necklace. And then... The Fire Lord is defeated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is one of the best endings of all time. Uh, Zuko says, I didn't steal it, if that's what you're wondering, just trying to twist the knife. hmm Which is pretty good. Also, what a shitty trade that would be her necklace for the Avatar. Yeah. I mean, it is her mom's necklace, though. Well, I mean... If she was selfish enough with the way she was acting about the water bending scroll. If she's like, "You know what? I will take my necklace back. Ang is sleeping just over there, He's right there. Now. I in fact, I can see him from where we are. Here, you know what? I'll yell to him. Aang, Can you come here for a minute?" <laughs> um, no, she doesn't take the deal. She still will not talk. The captain says what someone should have said in fiction long ago. He says, enough of this necklace garbage. (laughs) Finally, someone's saying it other than you and me. Uh, Zuko has the scroll and the captain demands it back. But Zuko says, I wonder what this is worth and lights a little fire in his hand beneath the scroll. Yeah. Burn it. Now he's got him by the balls. Uh, The pirates all gasp and play right into Zuko's hand, and he sends them off to go find the avatar. Uh, In the morning, Sokka and Aang wake up. Sokka notices the scroll is gone and is appropriately frustrated with Katara, but is interrupted as a pirate attacks him. And he fights back, but another pirate shows up and shoots a net gun at them. (laughs) Which is like the most advanced piece of technology we've ever seen on this show. You know what? That's true. Yeah. I think that it is. Net gun. Yeah. Um, they haven't spent time Yeah, trying to develop like better heating systems for homes to like keep people warm mm-hmm. or yeah, like cars or anything like that. But or like net a, guns? a real gun. Do they have real guns? Uh, season two, Brendan. Season two. Oh, okay. We will talk about the real guns. Don't get ahead of yourself just yet. Uh Aang tries to blow the net away, but it snares him, and the pirates drag Aang away. Mm-hmm. To which Sokka's like, hey, nobody wants to capture Sokka. What gives? And so <laughs> they do they do capture Sokka. Just just cause it's out of pity. And he says, Thank you. <laughs> uh, it makes him feel like a big man. Hooray. <laughs> Uh, the pirates return to Zuko with Aang in custody. Zuko stands opposite from them, holding the bending scroll. Uh, Katara says to Aang, this is all my fault. And he says, no, no, it's not. And Iroh is there and he's very casually like, actually, yeah, it is your fault. I fucking love that. Actually, it kind of is. I mean, if we're all being honest here, <laughs> little girl that I don't know, you fucked up. just brutally honest it's very Um, good i didn't expect it from iroh of all people i think no no and that's what makes it so much better um so now they need to exchange the goods one avatar for one scroll please give me the boy you give us the scroll you're really gonna hand over the avatar for a stupid piece of parchment don't listen to him he's trying to turn us against each other your friend is the Avatar? Sure is, and I'll bet he'll fetch a lot more on the black market than that fancy scroll. Shut your mouth, you wanna try peasant! Yeah, Sokka, you really should shut your mouth. I'm just saying, it's bad business sense. Just imagine how much the Fire Lord would pay for the Avatar. You guys would be set for life. And the captain's like, hey, you know what? Keep the scroll. We're good with the avatar. This is better. And then he says we can buy like 20 scrolls with that amount of money. Uh, and that's not a lot of money. If we're going on the 200 gold, which I think is already higher than it's actually worth. Sure. Uh, then that's not that much gold. Like 4,000 gold 40, for the avatar. 4,000? 40? I think it's 4,000. Two, yeah, 200 times 20 would be 4,000. Okay, my math is way off on that. Yes, four thousand, of course, is correct. Um, yeah, for one avatar. Yeah, that, <laughs> that seems, doesn't seem like that enough. They, these pirates are really bad at business. Uh, well, they never went to school, Brendan. They oh, uh, had true. to become pirates instead. That's true. Yeah, it's it's that's sad, really. It's the the fault is in our education system. Well, we're not putting enough money into schools. The money is going into buying things from pirates. Yep. Um, but it's just yeah, cyclical, really, and that they they don't really know what to do because their teachers failed them. Mm-hmm. It's our nation's greatest shame, <laughs> and by our nation, I'm referring to the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Uh two weeks in a row, Sokka fucking crushing it in the ideas department. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, he is. Like I said earlier, Sokka's on fire in this episode. Who would have guessed that Sokka was the brains of this operation? Not me. (laughs) Not uh, weeks ago, Sokka was the big bozo on this team. The never-ending punching bag that they made fun (laughs) of. And now, yeah, he is just fucking killing it. Big Daddy Sokka coming on through, saving everyone. He's learned a few things on the road. Um, the firebenders rush in to attack, but the pirates drop a bunch of smoke bombs, creating a huge cloud and drag the firebenders into it. Uh, among the chaos, Momo chews through Katara's ropes. She tells him she owes him a bushel of apples, which he definitely will hold her to. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's gonna. At the end of the episode, he's like holding out his hand, slapping his palm like apples, please. <laughs> No less than one bushel. That's what you said. (laughs) Bitch better have my apples. (laughs) Uh, She's good for it. (laughs) Uh, In the brawl, Aang has his ropes cut. Uh, Zuko backs his way out of the smoke cloud, but is apprehended by the pirate captain's sword. Uh, They stare each other down and then enter a duel, which does seem pretty evenly matched, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. It's a reminder that, Non benders can still kick some ass in this world. Yeah, they still have to learn how to fight. Yeah. If you can't bend, you gotta know how to do something. We haven't really seen this, I think, since probably the Kyoshi Warriors and episode four. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Uh, because I don't think any of them were benders, as far as we know. No, no, they fought with weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to know that like that is that can stand up to bending. Yeah. Um, during the duel, a pirate's whip snatches the scroll out of Zuko's belt and Momo swoops in and grabs it. But that nasty lizard bird flies after Momo and he drops the scroll as they tussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sokka, Sokka manages to cut his ropes as well, but can't find Aang in the smoke. Aang yells to him and bends away the smoke cloud surrounding him to reveal that he's in the middle of a circle of pirates and firebenders. Yep. Right in the thick of it. He goes, uh, never mind, and sucks the cloud back in to hide himself again, which is a good bit. Check, please. <laughs> uh, Gotta run. <laughs> uh, But they both manage to run out of the smoke cloud towards Katara, who is trying to push the pirate ship into the water, but it's too heavy for them to push. But Aang says they have just what they need, a team of waterbenders. Mm-hmm. Working together, Katara and Aang push and pull the waves towards the boat and get it floating again, which is good. Katara's a waterbender. Yeah, I kind of have to wonder, though, if she actually did anything or if it's Aang did Aang. it all. It just was like letting her help. It's like, like when... Yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, we might be saying the exact same thing here, so I... <laughs> when, you, when you hand a younger sibling yeah. a yeah. game controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not plugged in at all but they're helping you uh and they can feel like they accomplished something (laughs) i tried that with my little cousin once he was probably like six years old uh and he knew right away that he was not playing the game (laughs) you're duping me brendan yeah he was like this isn't even plugged in I was like ah fucking i thought that was like a six-year-old thing i guess maybe it's younger you're playing like mortal Kombat, and he's trying to do the fatalities (laughs) they're not registering (laughs) this works at home (laughs) <laughs> You're too young to be playing this game. You're too stupid to know how to do fatalities like me. I am, yeah. Uh, a hard degree. Uh, Zuko and the pirate captain are still going at each other, but Iroh jumps in the middle of, of their fight and shuts it down, and he says, Are you so busy fighting you cannot see your own ship has set sail? Yeah. Is that some of that dope-ass wisdom you were looking for, Brendan? It is, yeah, but, but then... Uh Zuko tries to be like, Now's not the time for your proverbs. And he's like, it's not a proverb. It's like I I I'm being as literal as I can be right now. <laughs> Which is very, very funny. They watch the pirate ship sailing away. Uh Zuko points and laughs as the captain runs after his ship, but stops laughing as he sees the rest of the pirates have stolen his own ship and are laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, <laughs> Iroh's like, "Hey, maybe that should be a proverb." And you know what? I think it. I think it could be. And I think it's up to us to make it into a, a proper proverb. Are you so busy fighting that you cannot see your own ship has set sail? Mm-hmm. Um, so are you so busy uh, pushing against uh, someone else's ideas and opinions? That you can't see that what you really valued yourself has gotten away from you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, write it down and we'll sell that in a book of proverbs. Uh, we just got to come up with like three more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Write them into a book and make millions. Yeah, and the rest of the pages can just be blank. And we don't have to make this fucking podcast anymore. Yeah. not once i have my money (laughs) uh the gang is sailing fast as they can on the pirate ship but the pirates are gaining on them and board their ship and ang washes some away with a giant wave Uh, katara looks unsure of her own abilities but furrows her brow and executes a perfect water whip that knocks another one of the pirates over the side of the ship hell yeah this time we can be sure she really did it. Although the pirate was conveniently just kind of standing there waiting for her to do it. <laughs> He's standing there encouraging her, you can do it. Come on, come on. Come I on, won't Katara, even move. You can do it. <laughs> Please. Uh I know you need this right now. And then it, it hits him and it's not it's not that strong, but he does like one of those Power Ranger like flips backwards. Flip like backwards, and he gives a thumbs up as he flies off the side <laughs> of the boat. Very Nice good. job. I'm so proud. You've really improved this episode. <laughs> You'll be a master waterbender yet. <laughs> uh, Momo and the lizard parrot continue fighting. Momo catches the bird in the ship's flag and wraps it up. Huge W for Momo. Hmm. Well done. Well fought. And then he eats it. And then he eats it. It's and, fucking uh, brutal. <laughs> big old belt. Yeah, we do linger on him biting into the live parrot bird as it screams in <laughs> agony uh but hey monkeys gotta eat right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's only really weird because it still sounds like donkey kong <laughs> it does but uh like modern donkey kong where he's like <laughs> um yeah it's unsettling and uh i didn't care for it but sokka this is very good uh sokka's getting manhandled by two of the pirates uh, one of them picks him up and tosses him against the sail with a gigantic thud. Mm-hmm. And the other pirate is the Barker pirate, and he says, That's good. <laughs> this one line of dialogue has stuck with me for so long. <laughs> It's just such a weird little moment of like Sokka getting his fucking ass cracked in half by this, uh, sail. And the pirates like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's good. I agree with the pirate. (laughs) Um, Ang tosses those pirates away, but Katara shrieks as they're fast approaching a waterfall. Uh, and a pirate approaches behind Ang and draws his sword, but Ang, Draws that bison-shaped whistle and blows into it as hard as he can. Still no sound coming out of it, though. Mm -hmm. And the pirate stares at him with a puzzled face, but Sokka runs in and knocks him off of the ship. Yeah, kicked his ass. That guy's going to die going over that waterfall. Uh, That's the end of him. Sokka knocks him over the ship, and Aang looks at him and says, that's good. (laughs) So (laughs) Everyone's proud of each other in this fight. Uh, now it's go time for these waterbenders. Uh, Aang and Katara work together to create a couple whirlpools just at the edge of the waterfall, which does stop them in place. Mm-hmm. But there's one huge problem. Uh, Zuko's boat runs full steam ahead right into the side of their ship. Uh, the ship buckles and tosses the three of them over the side of the waterfall. And then, yep, And then they all die. And then they die... And we're done. That's it. That's the end of the show. And we'll talk about something else next week. We'll be back next week with Big Enough. Are you sure that's what it's called? I'm not. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's not, but uh, we'll find out. You keep talking. Uh, I'm going to find out right now. (laughs) They are free falling. But just before they hit the water, uh, Appa swoops in and scoops them up and they fly away to safety. They do. It's it's called old enough. Okay. Um. I f- I knew that that is exactly how that was going to uh, end. So I'm glad that you took the time and admitted your failure. Yep, thank yep. you for. Yep. Thank you for your bravery. What's not a failure though is the show Old Enough now on Netflix. <laughs> it's a very good show. <laughs> Massive success. That little some boy trying calling. to carry a bucket full of fish up a hill. Fucking hilarious. Love that. Love that a lot. I'm gonna have to dive into that asap (laughs) anyway they land on the back of apa it was a bison whistle brendan it it calls bison why didn't it do that the first time uh good question maybe too far away (laughs) it's not that good of a whistle (laughs) no it's pretty shitty whistle it's got a a a very short proximity range Uh, there's one final scene for Zuko and Iroh. Zuko cries out as he watches his boat crash over the waterfall, and Iroh starts to giggle. And he's like, dude, this is fucking crazy, and you're going to be really mad at me. <laughs> but you know that Lotus style I was talking about? I had it in my sleeve the whole time. <laughs> How does that even happen? <laughs> Where You got like a little pocket in there or something (laughs) with like a button on it so it doesn't fall out that's maybe that's what it is is you know how sometimes shirts have like extra buttons Mm -hmm. on them in case you lose one yep that's what he thought it was but it was the lotus tile it's his it's the pocket that he uses for cheating at that game (laughs) that's right yeah where he keeps his (laughs) extra tiles (laughs) uh he's a real card shark or tile shark i don't know uh a tile tyrant A tile rent, ang-splang. Ang-splanging tile rints. Ang-splanging tile (laughs) (laughs) rints. I think I got to wash my mouth out after that. What a mess. What a mess of syllables. Uh, Zuko grabs the tile and hucks it over the side of the cliff and it bounces off the head of one of the pirates floating in the water. Uh, that was fucking dumb of Zuko though, because now they're just gonna have to go on another shopping trip somewhere yeah, else. Now they need it again. <laughs> you were so frustrated that we even had to make this stop. And yeah, now you're guaranteeing that it will happen again. He was so busy fighting that he didn't see his he own didn't ship, see his ship set. His ship sail. Ship his setting, setting sail. Yep. I'm going to use this in my <laughs> own life, my personal life, and people are gonna think I'm so fucking wise. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. I'm going to try, but I guarantee I'll say it wrong the next time I try to. You're too... You fight a lot, and <clears throat> your ship is gone. You're too busy setting sail that you didn't see your own fight, uh, <laughs> set, uh... Shit. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's? <laughs> <laughs> where's my whopper? Where's my... Where's my ship? I'm fighting. <laughs> huh? Don't worry about it. You guys got any Lotus tiles? (laughs) Uh, Katara apologizes to Aang one last time and all is forgiven. And she says, ah, who needed that scroll anyway? And Sokka's like, nah, don't worry. I got you. And pulls out the scroll. He had it. Oh, yeah. Sokka coming through. But he won't hand it over until she says stealing is wrong. Mm -hmm. Inaccurate. Mm -hmm. No, it's great. Stealing is great. We endorse it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does add a addendum to that, uh, unless it's from pirates. Mm-hmm. That is accurate, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that one, I'll give her that point. Uh, but they all share a big laugh together as they fly away, and that is the end of the episode. <laughs> they all go, oh, Kitara. <laughs> and it zooms a little circle, zooms in on her face, and she kind of winks at us. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Credits. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Brendan, that was episode nine, the Water Bending Scroll. It's a fun, it's a fun little romp, I think. Yeah, I think it was a good episode. I want to know what's in the bag. I do want to know what's in the bag. I'm too scared though to figure that out myself. All right, well, can I borrow like ten gold so I can go see what's in that bag? I gotta know what's in that bag. I gotta know. I'm gonna look it up on YouTube, see if anyone's. <laughs> Looked in the bag. There's a four-hour-long deep-dive video on what's in the bag. Bag tutorial, how to look in bag. (laughs) How to be brave enough to look in bag. (laughs) Mysterious bag, the story so far. (laughs) The bag iceberg explained. Uh, We'll figure it out eventually. Uh, Yeah, it's a fun little episode. Lots of good goofs in there, and Katara kind of has... A moment, I don't know. This episode does not portray Katara in a very good light. No, she's kind of like the worst in this episode. She is being extremely selfish and repeatedly puts them in danger Mm -hmm. um, just because she's frustrated. I understand her being frustrated that like Aang's so skilled with waterbending at such an early stage. Mm -hmm. But like, it's, I mean, it's Aang. An avatar, and she is a child, though. Like, it's kind of Correct. easy to forget, but she is a very young child. So it's yeah. not completely out of character for a child to get pissy like that. They are all children. Mm-hmm. You have to frame everything that happens in the show, remembering that they are all children. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, f- a fun episode with some good goofs, and yep. I feel like every character. From the heroes to the villains, like, everyone has at least one moment. Yes, I would agree with that. And some good action, some good fighting scenes. Yep. Even when we pit the villains against each other, the firebenders and the pirates, you know, they have a good brawl. Yeah. Some good moments in it. That's kind of fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really what else to say about it, Brendan. It. I had a good time. Yeah. No, there's not really much else to say. We kind of, we... Just spent the last hour and a half talking about it. <laughs> we kind of said it all. Uh, it was a good episode, though. It was very fun. Um, it did forward the, the, maybe not the plot, but it forwarded the goal of Aang learning to waterbend. He did get a pretty solid grasp on it. Sure. Um, so we are making progress. There's a little bit of development there, yeah, as opposed to having never done any of it. Now we know, like, oh, he'll he'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm out of things to say. It it does maybe advance the plot in that way. But coming off two episodes where it's like really huge lore heavy episodes with yeah. like things set up that will last seemingly the entirety of the rest of this show. Like and then we come immediately to an episode where it's like, OK, well, we're going to have kind of we're not purposely like having a fun goofy time like we're not taking a side tour to go do some silly thing like ang would have done in previous episodes but it does kind of end up being that kind of episode yeah yeah but i think that's okay but i think i think it had enough of their goal to still for sure. like feel like it was it was moving things forward in a way even if it wasn't like a lot of plot and like moving things quickly it was we, we know that Aang is fully capable of doing the task because we've seen how quickly he was able to pick up on it. For sure. Um, and as we mentioned then, and as we're even kind of saying now, like we do need these episodes. We can't be strictly 100% of the time be focused on plot stuff. We got to we got to have a little fun. Yeah. And fun we did have in this episode nine of Avatar, The yes. Last Airbender agreed agreed i'm glad we could agree on that speaking of things that we can agree on i think we'd both love it if we move into the next section of the show which is when we read emails the email section of the show <laughs> we got two emails to go Ooh, I a rhyme like one. between yeah. lines I, yeah. that might be a first yeah how'd you like that one that's my that's i've been listening to uh uh, a soundtrack from a 70s uh, <laughs> musical. So I'm feeling kind of show today. You want to name drop it? Uh, it's called f- uh, The Phantom of Paradise. Mm, not familiar, but uh, it sounds great if the songs are anything like what you They're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a rock doo-wop kind of sound, which I'm into. Okay. Yeah, you should check it out. Uh, the best song on it is called The Hell of It. You can find it on Spotify. Do it I'll, after this. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. We got two emails. Our first one is uh, from a new writer. Uh, this is from Rosie. She says, hi, got a recap, friends. I want to you. hi, Rosie. <laughs> Sorry. I'm <laughs> so excited to get into it. Hello. Uh, I wanted to share how much y'all made me laugh in this episode. That part about the landslide. Oh, so we're referring to uh, part one of uh, Winter Solstice for this email. Yes, Uh, that part about the landslide sliding up and Zuko employing the worst soldiers. I was cracking and then and then you your, you you got it, boss, is what she's referring to. Uh, It is really funny, and I would be remiss if I did not mention that uh, them talking about the landslide going up Mm -hmm. reminds me of the bit on the Simpsons where they are digging a hole really far down. And then they say, oh, how are we going to get out of here? And Homer says, we'll dig our way out. And uh, it's the final shot of the episode. And it fades to black as the credits start. And Chief Wiggum says, no, dig up, stupid. Yeah, I was hoping you would do the you got it, boss, in the voice again. Uh, I don't remember the voice that I did. Oh, that's fine. Anyway. <laughs> you, you got it, boss. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. That was it. <laughs> Uh, Rosie continues I was cracking up so hard at work that my co-workers asked me if I was okay as I tried to stifle my giggles uh, which is something I don't know if that happens to you well you haven't worked in an office in fucking in years a long time <laughs> so no that does not happen to me uh, but it happens to me and people in my office uh, and it's always great uh, then Rosie says some very nice things about us uh, much love from a fan from California signed Rosie uh, thank you very much for writing in Rosie we're glad you're thank enjoying you, the Rosie. show Yes, much appreciated, and uh, I, I hope you know you are okay at work. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. aren't are, are concerned about you. I hope uh, you don't. I don't hope you don't laugh so much at the podcast that uh, if something ever does happen at work, people aren't just like, "Oh, well, there's Rosie just laughing again," uh, but really, it's like a dire situation. And then they come for us, yeah. <laughs> thinking that we were responsible for your downfall. <laughs> Uh, We're not liable for anything. If you actually look in the episode descriptions, there is some fine print, Mm -hmm. uh, some legalese at the bottom of it that says, yeah, any any deaths uh, occurring while listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If if you laugh so hard, you drive off the road. Not on us. If you laugh so hard that you accidentally rob a bank, that's not on us. No, no. I had nothing to do with that, except (laughs) for the several times in this episode that I encourage people to steal. (laughs) Stealing is fun, Uh, but it's it's not our fault. (laughs) No, don't blame me. Uh, Yes. Thank you, Rosie. Uh, We have another email from Joseph. Joseph is a return writer. We've heard several. I'm not even going to try to put a number on it. Welcome Uh, back, Joseph. Welcome back, Joseph. Uh, He says in the last episode, uh, which now this one is referring to part two of Winter Solstice. uh, In the last episode, it stated it takes five sages or an avatar to open the door. I don't take that to mean the avatar is five times more powerful than a firebender just five times more powerful than the sages Uh, Mm. and then to qualify that a bit joseph goes on to say the sages strike me as types who focus more on spiritual matters and less on combat i'm sure that a master like iroh could open it by himself and maybe even zuko is strong enough Uh, and this is something that we had touched on where it kind of like puts a huge power imbalance on the avatar i got really upset about this particular line in the episode we spent Probably too long talking about that. I, and then got into the whole Bobby Flay discussion, which can cannot be repeated. Is that how that came up? Uh- <laughs> yes, yes that's, that's, that was the lead that, yeah. in for the Bobby Flay conversation. <laughs> um, as usual, Joseph is making strong points here and mm-hmm. seeing things in a way that uh, I had not. Yeah. And you um, know what, Joseph? I'm sick of it. Let me let me be. Yeah. Let us be angry. We want to be angry. I don't deserve happiness. I'm a, I'm a sick individual who deserves torment. Um, I think that's kind of a fair point, though, that, that Joseph definitely. brings up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I believe that I mean the Avatar is going to be a hell of a lot stronger than the Sage's. Mm-hmm. Uh I do think that. I don't know. I do also think that maybe there is. I, I it makes me wonder if like there is a f- a way to focus on bending in a more spiritual way, though. Like I want to, I am a bender, but I don't want to use it for combat. Like I want to use it for spiritual purposes, whatever that may mm-hmm. mean. Um, I don't in the know. Context, yeah. Of, uh, thinking, thinking about something like that. Well, so for me, the problem never was, like, a, str- a question of strength. It was more a question of, like... You Logistics. Need to, <laughs> yeah, you need to split the beam into five different fire beams. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's something sense. everyone can do. But I, not, so far, any firebender we've seen has only been able to create, like, one flame. Uh, maybe two, like, one in each hand. All right. Well... Well, let's figure this two. out. Okay, so one in each hand. Uh, oh, Brendan, yeah, I was, I was. This was where I was going, <laughs> and I was going to end it with a crude joke: two hands, two feet, one donger. No, one donger. I was going to uh, instead of the donger say that we saw Zuko breathe fire in this episode, but this is true. The donger idea. I la- I like where your head's at. Well, okay. So for any avatars that may not have a donger, mm-hmm. um, they can breathe fire out of their mouths, but the rest of them should use what their mama gave them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. between the legs. Yep, yep. No, that's good, that's good. Well, Does that I mean, seem- Even even someone, like, even if they had to use their donger, we could, we could do one foot, because you need to be able to stand. Are you going to, like, jump and, like, throw all your limbs forward? You're okay, going to land so hard two, on your ass. Two hands, one foot, mouth, and donger. Yep, yep. But then what about people who don't have dongers? Um, two hands, one foot, one mouth... Well if you can breathe it out of your mouth, could you breathe it out of your nose? Could you tilt your head way back and just breathe two different independent jets of from flame both out of nostrils? Your nostrils? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Or we could say the uh the beehole. The beehole. Yeah, but that's on the other that's on the back side. How are you gonna How are you gonna breathe one out of your mouth and one out of your beehole? You <laughs> you uh bend down and put your head between <laughs> your legs, stick one foot backwards, both hands backwards, stick your okay, head between okay. your legs, and then Blast fire out of your mouth and be Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you've, you've convinced me. Look, there are options is what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. It could, it could happen. Okay. So yeah. So you know what? Maybe the avatar isn't all that much more powerful than anyone I think else. we kind of, I think we kind of lost the plot on <laughs> Joseph's email. No, here, no, no. I think, I think this is, this is what Joseph was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he wanted. This is the intention of that email. <laughs> It might not be what you wanted, Joseph, but when you write in an email to us, I mean, you know by now (laughs) this is what you're going to get. But, yes, that's the email from Joseph. Thank you very much, Joseph, for writing in. Thank you. If anyone else would like to write in with anything you heard in this episode, a previous episode, uh, video games, uh, if you want to tell us about how much you love uh, Mr. Mosquito, uh, you can do so at gotarecap at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at got a recap. Uh, Send us a a message on Instagram, I guess, or just write it in a comment on one of our videos. Uh, We're also on YouTube. Just search got a recap. You can find them there. Uh, Facebook uh, got a recap. uh, And I think that's all of them. (laughs) Don't forget to uh, give us a five star rating or a thumbs up or whatever it is. Your app of choice does Uh, tell your friends about it. Subscribe to the feed so you automatically download and we get them hits without you even needing to do nothing. Yeah, that's it. I, I I ended that like I had more to say, but I don't. I don't. You've said enough, Brendan. <laughs> uh, now it's my turn. Hey, uh, Katara really got a lot of use out of that scroll this week, huh? Hmm. I think maybe it's time for you and me to take a stroll. Uh, to bed it's been a while since we've (laughs) ended this by saying I need to go to bed yeah Uh, but this time it's definitely true so we're both gonna take strolls to our respective beds yes Uh, and we will see everyone when they wake up bright and early from their slumbers uh, Mm -hmm. next week for episode 10 yeah rise and shine our our sweet our sweet little our baby boys and girls (laughs) Rise and shine podcast time in one more week. We'll see you all then. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.